0: Three,
1: two, one. Welcome to the machine.
0: Get ready for two hours of inane nonsense with your favorite overweight redheads, fat
2: and ginger. Yeah!
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Fat and Ginger once again on a Friday, uh, not a Friday night, what am I talking about, Friday it's a like Monday night. night. Monday, Monday night, mate. We always know what night it is because we're always hungover. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Here at Barclays Central now, Abba, there again, another self-indulgence yeah, I saw
3: what was going on <laughs> there.
1: <laughs> you just looked at me with these daggers, I thought, what have I done
3: wrong? And then I realised what you're talking about, the song, Abba. And that's exactly what you talk about with the self-indulgence stuff, isn't it? So the song yep. was about to finish, yep. it got to a certain point where you think, okay, the song's over, let's move to the next one, yep. and just another 30 seconds of crap, just it just ramble. didn't need to be. Ramble. Ramble. Unacceptable. Unnecessary.
1: Agree. Never mind about that. Let's move on. This evening we have a Cracker Jack show again. I'm going to talk about how much I love watching Sydney get COVID as opposed to us. That's not very nice, oh, Tim. I know. But aren't are you... we all in this together? No, we'll talk about that. Yeah, soon. I know. I know what you're uh, saying. You've got a very big political announcement to make on oh, there. A huge Massive announcement in the world of Australian politics tonight. Former Shield cricketer Lachlan Stevens will talk to us about the differences between living in Brisbane during COVID and living in Melbourne during COVID. Uh, uh, aren't they
3: very similar places? I, I, don't know. I
1: would imagine so. Yeah, I'm you might very... struggle to come up with a couple of points. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, the mail back had some big names in it this week. Uh, was the big names. Oh, I can't, mate. Let's not ruin it now. Let's not spend oh, it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, don't blow all your wares at <laughs> once. <can laughs> that's you? it. In that scrap, Luke, uh, you're going to go on and buy some clothes, and I'm going to go driving in Melbourne. Pretty yeah, much.
3: Yeah. Some crap things there in there. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. In horoscopes, we're going to give it another go. Which is, uh, are we going to do it or not? Yeah. Look, you know how when we met this afternoon, we said, "Oh, you've got to, you know, really." I do... thought it was pretty shit last time. That's yeah, why I was bringing yeah. it, it out. It would sound like a good idea.
3: Yeah. And, you know, when we were talking about it originally, because you're thinking horoscopes. Not everyone fits in. Into one category no. who were born that month. No. So we know there were a load of old toss. But we thought we'd do a segment where we get to read them out to each other, yeah. and you had to apply it to your life. To me, it really fizzled. In
1: fairness, we did make it up on the spot. Yeah, we're never good at that, are no, we? No, we're not great. Yeah. All right. Uh, look, our very special guest tonight is actor, producer, and all-round mm. legend, Christine Husband.
3: Christine. She's done some stuff, mate. She's a director. She's an actor. She's a producer. She's a very, very talented person, and we get to chat to her later. She's also a very, very good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like all our guests are like friends of ours. That's how it works, I think, when we're on new yeah. radio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we've got no money to pay No, that's right, yeah. so, um, that's, that's right, yeah. The producer's on holidays too, so.
3: <laughs> we have a producer. Uh, we're lucky that we've got some pretty talented friends, so yeah, that, that probably gets us across the
1: line there. But we're going to run out at some stage. We are, yeah. yeah. No, don't worry, let's worry about it. It's like oil. We'll worry about that in the future, yeah, mate. Don't worry yeah, about it. There yeah. we go, so, plastic. So listen, Wayne at Mount Mercer, chuck another log on the fire because it's Monday night and it's time for Fat and Ginger. Uh, some of Manchester's finest there. Oasis, one of your favourites, Luke? Yeah, I, I, I probably like their their big album. What's mm. the story, Morning Glory? Mm. And everything after that just drifted away from me. Didn't heard, like it. Yeah, they got a bit sort of self indulgent, if you like. Self indulgent is that the word? I don't know. That was wanky, a bit wanky. <laughs> yeah, a bit full of their own importance. <laughs> had, maybe the great story I heard about Noel, I think, because he was the sort of more with it one, wasn't he? Liam was a bit more nuts. Yeah, one of them was
3: cray cray, yeah, and, and Liam the other one was, was sort of just trying to get the songs done and the yeah. concerts filled and.
1: A, a, Apparently, when they first went down to meet with, I don't know, EMI or Sony or whoever it was that was going to sign them, they had to, like, sort of, you know, have their meeting to, they said, how many songs have you got? And Noel or Liam, one of them said, oh, we've got five albums worth. They said, all right, we'll sign you for five albums. And they walked out and they had, like, half an album's worth of songs. Oh, really? They had to go back and write five albums worth of songs.
3: They probably regretted it later. You know, the first two blew up. Yeah, and then after that they could have signed another deal for, right. for a lot more. Resigned, but yeah. you know you, we, that's what happens when you're
1: Larry Tim. That's you don't think
3: things through. You bullshit. That's Lucky we mean. would never do that here at Fat and Ginger. No,
1: absolutely not. Everything is considered and well planned. Well, except for this next segment. Yeah, that going to talk about. Yeah. So, good day, firstly to all the listeners in Sydney. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably switch off now for the next ten minutes if you Just are listening up there. They can't Stop. listen up there anyway. Can no, they? no, no, they might be listening to the podcast. The streaming look. doesn't work. Yeah, they anyway. That's another thing. Look, um, we been through a lot down here with COVID. Well, like me and you. No, you no, no, not well. specifically. Like we've mm. been all right, probably, but I think just Melbourne and Victoria in general. I looked at the stats the other day. Mm. 164
3: days we've been in lockdown yeah. compared to New South Wales. It was something like
1: 46. Yeah, 45 or 46, yeah. yeah. It's
3: just crazy numbers. And they've had like three times as many people come back into the country as what we've had
1: oh, I know. here in Melbourne. I know. Um, so what are you what are you thinking, Tim? I'm thinking how much fun <laughs> it is to see Sydney have a cluster. Yeah. I love to see clusters elsewhere, and I loved it. I especially loved it when, remember when Brisbane went into a snap lockdown? Yeah. yeah and yeah. then Perth went into one? Yeah. And they sooked. Yeah, and they soaked because they had three days or something. They had three days, and yeah. it was like a long I, weekend. You can't yet. get a latte. Yeah, you can't get a latte for three days. Really? Yeah, one hundred and sixty-three days, and that's not even us. Melbourne, Melbourne did it tougher than we did. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see my kids for four months. That was my own choice. <laughs> yeah, <but. laughs> I was waiting for it. Nicely done. And then Sydney, it's all, they had a limo driver that's been around town and spread it Ah, oh, yeah,
3: I know. And look, to me, it just goes to show how inept, I don't want to be one of those people that whinges about our government, because I was actually supporting them all the way through to maybe a couple of months ago, right? Go on. Because I thought, you know what? We're not trained for this. These mm. people were elected from other jobs. They're not health and information and all that sort of sector before they got elected, right? They probably come yep. from fish and chip shops and train drivers, for all we know. <coughs> So what I'm saying is they're not trained in epidemic response. Not many no. people are. And we tried our best last year. We it did. sucked. We had a bigger lockdown, everyone, but it was spreading, mate. It got to crazy numbers and you've got to do something, right? But what annoys me lately- is the guesswork that they're getting into? So, all right, we're locked down. Okay, fair enough. It's starting to spread again. We have to lock down. But as we're coming out, like in Geelong, they allowed seven thousand people into football last week. We're at Caninia Park. Caninia Park. Is right? that what it holds? And you think uh, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> I know when you're
1: trying to steam me <laughs> up. You think well, that's fair enough. At least they're letting some people in. They put them all in one stand. Yeah, yeah I don't understand that because I would have thought the whole point—and correct me if I'm wrong—and I often am—but the whole point is to socially distance people. Well, that's what and, I mean. And let it's just, them still It's enjoy just guesswork.
3: First of all, where the number seven thousand come from? It holds about thirty five thousand, right? So they've uh, yeah, look at your it's face, stupid, mate. You don't believe me? Well, it's bumped up a little bit. But uh, we we, we get people easy. we get people standing on each other's shoulders sometimes oh, mate, with one of those in, long coats sure. on. Um, <laughs> but we, uh, it, seven thousand just seemed like a, a number they've just plucked from nowhere. Mm. But I thought, well, at least they're letting people in. I went along. Mm. And they're all in one stand. Yeah, yeah I don't And you go, that.
1: what's the point of that? Yeah, I don't get that either. That's I'm not really... social
3: distancing. That's oh, We can't afford to put them all around the ground. We have to pay security. We have to pay all the pie sellers and the, the yeah, beer yeah. servers. And they're very important people, obviously.
1: Hospitality vendors, Luke, we call no, them. No, well, that's not the word <laughs> I use for them, mate.
3: It, it just didn't make sense. And to say, oh well, that's not a government problem. That's a football club problem. Well, no, the football club's got to do what they've got to do to survive, mate. They can't afford to pay people to. There would have been more people serving and doing hospitality than there was people in the stands. Like otherwise. a uh, Bell Reef test match,
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <That's yeah.
3: right. laughs> so, to me, there's just so much guesswork going on at the moment. I mean, Mildura is a great case oh, in point, yeah, right? Yeah, poor old Mildura have not had a case of COVID since March last year. I didn't think they did. They even have one then. I them? think they might have had one or two. Yeah, but this is back when it first hit. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 And the whole world went into lockdown. Yeah. They might have had one or two then. It was quickly dealt with, but they go into lockdown every time Melbourne goes into lockdown. they're 900 k from Melbourne. No, no one, you wouldn't even drive up there if you wanted to. No. Nah. It's a long yeah, drive, a long, boring drive. You wouldn't survive.
1: No. Nah. So, <laughs> so even it, viruses have gone stuff oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd rather up. have COVID in Melbourne, yeah. I think. But it's just, there's no thought process going nah. in. Look, I agree with all that. Spot on, but it's great to see Sydney having it instead of us. Yeah. Okay. Now, can I can I get you to expand on that
3: because we don't want people to be in a bad way or in in harm. So why are you saying? It? Are you saying
1: it because of state versus state? Aren't yeah. You? Because this whole thing that you touched on before that you know we're all in this together. No, we're not. No, no, we're not. Everyone cut Melbourne loose and Victoria loose. Exactly. A few cases. Yeah, and I later. think they're
3: actually doing um, tourism campaigns around it. Yeah, Come to sunny Perth. You won't in,
1: get locked down here, mate. No, it won't be even as complicated as that. Come to sunny Perth. We're not Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you know, there's probably yeah. big demolition charges all along the Victorian border in either direction just ready to go just off ready to cut us off. set us loose. Like something out of World War Z. No, the, only, the only lying dickheads who have said we're all in this together are large financial institutions. Yeah. And that's it. Oh, Sin- and
3: the celebrities love to get on there. Yeah, the
1: and of course they do. And I'm, their I'm sick a of bit. banks pretending to be our mates too. Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. miss a payment, find out how friendly they are then. Yeah, I oh, know. They, they put everything on hold last year. I mean, the interest still went up. Only on hold. Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: all still there yeah, yeah. and they wouldn't have missed the beat when it comes to profits either no. every other business suffered except the banks
1: absolutely right yeah. g'day That's to nice everyone nice. in finance if you're listening yeah and we might need a loan yeah. soon too because we've got a big announcement to make yeah, we have, yeah. um, um, look uh, before we know that I got fully vaccinated on the weekend well done second shot so I yeah. can whinge about COVID no one else can unless you're vaccinated so there you go well, get, oh, you, get you, on you it can you can whinge about COVID what about all the other stuff wrong with you well, <laughs> we can't vaccinate against that can <laughs>
3: you I, uh, we have got a big announcement to make so we probably shouldn't rubbish the banks anyone listening from Commonwealth, Beggam, Melbourne, any of the big four, we're only joking, we make a lot of jokes <laughs> on this show. That's our that's our thing. Uh, yeah, and really, if you want a platform like we want to have to announce this next thing, we need them on board, Tim, because well. uh, the fat and ginger coins, the Bitcoin that we were going to try oh, and my, that's start right. up,
1: yeah, that's- haven't really taken off how we hoped. We, in fairness, we haven't put a lot of time and effort into it, have we?
3: No, not much at all. We, we just tried to buy something with it, and <laughs> it didn't exist. It said
1: so, and it, and it was just a bottle top with one fat and ginger coin written on it. You gave it to someone, and they said. Wasn't it a two
3: dollar coin with like the queen's head put <laughs> out? Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's all it was. But <laughs>
1: how about look?
3: I, I want to talk about this because it's very exciting, oh, isn't it? We're very right. excited it about is. it. But before we do that, let's play a song. All right. Let's build up the suspense. People yeah. at home are like putting the kids down, going, "Hang on, kids! I haven't got time to talk to
1: you. We need to hear what this Wayne, announcement Wayne's is." Wayne's getting another uh, cup of homebrew. Oh, Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you, I'd never ask him for one of those. Oh, mate, I'll strip paint off your car. You, you'll,
3: you'll be bubbling through the mouth. Absolutely. All right, we're going to hear a bit of Michael Jackson. We'll be back with a major announcement. Oh. MJ. 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 Now, look, that little bit at the end there, would you consider that self indulgence? What, the long fade out? That's right. It goes for a long time, right? But because he's the king of pop, can he get away with it? Is he, though? Well, apparently he did a little too much self-indulgence over his career. I
1: don't know if Billy Jean was the I think we should. I think we office. should, given what you're about to announce, I think we should give that a wide, wide berth. What
3: do you think that in politics that you can't talk about the tough topics, Tim? Is that what you're trying to say? And <laughs> when we spoke about this, we said we are not going to back down from anything. Oh, did we? Is that uh-huh. what we said? I thought
1: we said we're going to have any serious issues. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, all right. Let's talk about it, okay? Ladies because and everyone, gentlemen.
1: Uh, yeah, sorry, we should give it a bit of a, uh, yeah, right. a build-up, shouldn't we? Uh, look. Luke has been itching to tell you all this. Yeah, I'm so excited about this. And over Luke, Luke. Well, it sort of
3: leads in from what we were talking about before about the government doing a pretty crap job. A lot of people are disillusioned with our government at the moment. I noticed today that Barnaby Joyce got brought back, and you can't tell me there wasn't a sex scandal three years ago. Listen, Barnaby, off you go for three years, mate. That's about the time that everyone forgets what's going on. We'll bring you back. It's It's all organised, mate. Of course it is. Hundred percent frustrated.
1: Go away for a bit. Yeah, and come
3: back. Come back in and everyone will have forgotten and forgiven. Yep. And this is what I mean. This is what's wrong with our country, mate. These people are running it who are all morally corrupt. Corrupt, yeah, that'll do. So um, I don't know where I went with that. Uh, but uh, look, what we've decided, Tim, is we spoke to Jake a few weeks ago, Jake Budge.
1: Yes, we did. That's our right. our yes. good friend,
3: Jake. Yes. And we talked about, like, we should start up our own political party. Yep. So in the meantime, we've done a little bit of research as to what it would take to do something like that. You know, because a lot of people just come from obscurity. Oh, I know down Geelong way we've had a few people that yeah. are
1: not necessarily politician types, but all of a sudden they've got their way into politics. That's it. Uh, Ricky Muir, I think his name was, for the uh, Motoring Enthusiast Party. I've uh, I think it was from eastern Victoria somewhere. Okay. But, but he went from being unemployed to being a senator. There you go. Yeah, and with I think with something like 2% of the primary vote. And we're already employed. And so we, imagine oh, if we're going to we go. we both got jobs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hour, Although anyway. maybe
3: that we won't have time to be a politician. <laughs> that's what I'm worried about. Can you be in parliament Thursday? Oh, I'm actually working, mate. Can I call in sick or what? <laughs> but look, we're going to start up our own party. It's called the Fat and Ginger Party. All right, we don't just look after people who are overweight or have a certain type R- of colour hair. That's it. Oh, no, that's just what we stand for, the fat and ginger thing but it means that we stand for the oppressed, doesn't it, Tim? You're telling the
1: story. (laughs) You are leaving me out here (laughs) on your own, aren't
3: you? We stand for the oppressed, right? And we are going to campaign. What we worked out is that all we need – is a little bit of small amount of cash, which is why I was trying to be nice to the banks before. <laughs> i tell you, I'm talking like 200 bucks, but I don't have it. Do you? No. <laughs> That's why we're working on Community Radio. That's right. And we also need 500 signatures.
1: Yeah, real signatures. Real signatures, yeah. not just
3: like, you know, your cat signed yeah, it with a no. paw or something like that.
1: That's right, because electoral fraud's a bit of a no-no, as Pauline Hanson would tell you. Yeah, there's a few that have found out the hard way, isn't there? Yeah, well, her especially. I think she did a bit of time for it. Did she? Yeah. Oh, I can't remember that far back. Yeah. I
3: thought I didn't hear from her for a while.
1: Yeah, that's right. Her. Three years, everyone forgets to remember. Yeah, but they had the best fish and chips they've ever had Whoa. in the can at like. of the prison. Amazing. Crisp, Crisp and light brown. <laughs> now, look, as Luke quite rightly said, we're going to tackle the big issues. One of the big issues that we're going to tackle, and we touched on it last week, or week before, sorry, yep. uh, is unnecessary right-hand turn arrows. Well, these are the big issues. Red that's
3: arrows, it. when there's nothing coming, yep. and they just stay red for a good two minutes oh. for no reason. And just when you think it's your turn, the whole thing starts going. And you go. I've got to wait a whole another set of lights. That's right. And
1: there's no need for a mate. Think of the environmental impact of that. Yeah. As you sit there in your car. Yeah. We are the helping the environment. That's right, for sure. Carbon footprint and all that. There's too. There's too many ibis in the park. I don't like them. They ibis. Yeah. yeah. Bin chickens. You reckon an ibis needs to be a cull?
3: Gone. I don't know if we campaign on that issue. There's a lot of animal rights people out there. Move them on. Just send them somewhere else. Well, I made a little list here of, of issues.
1: That's right. right. I remember. So
3: that let thing. me just go through for the listeners. This is the things that we want to. Actually, I can't read this word for word because yeah. there's a few swear words in it. But um, <laughs> all right, I'll say this the best way I possibly can without swearing, all right? The first one is COVID people can leave the populated
1: areas. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Yep. is it like that? Pretty much, yep. Um, yep. We're Next.
3: thinking, right, Christmas Island or somewhere like that. Yeah, that's right. But there's islands we can set them up. You come in from overseas, you spend two weeks there, and once you are tested negative twice on the way out, you can come into Australia. We are in Ireland... There should be no way we have COVID in this country. What about Alice Springs? We could send them to Alice Springs. Oh, well, either or. Just somewhere out of the cities, mate. Because at the moment, we're chucking them into populated hotels and assuming that underpaid security guards are our front line. Absolutely. It's not, it ain't working, mate. It just keeps getting out again and again. What and we, we keep next? doing the same thing. Oh agree. Right. Uh, this is an important one, especially. You You came up with this one, didn't you? I don't know what it is. You don't know what it is. I've got a list here. All right.
1: No work meetings, by law, oh. are to last longer than seven minutes. I'm passionate about this. My first goal of any meeting when I get into it is how quickly can I get out of it? Yep. It could be the most interesting work meeting in the history of the universe. I just, as soon as I sit down, it's bang how can I get out of this as quickly as possible?
3: And they aren't. The most interesting no. thing because cool. there's a lot of people like to hear themselves speak, oh. right? Because they know they've got the time and they've built up to it. They've often prepared for it, mm. usually for days, sometimes even weeks. Mm. And you sit there and you go, I don't need to hear
1: any of this. Just tell me what I need to do. That's right. Or just, yeah? do you know what? Instead of us all meeting here in this room, how about you just email me? Yeah. And tell me what I need to do. And then you will not lose anything in translation
3: there. No. like Tim, can you please do this? Luke? I want you to do this. It. and yeah, then cool. So I think the seven-minute cutoff is important. Do you think that's a reasonable time frame? You can say everything you need to say in seven minutes. Yep. Oh, and okay. how quick will those PowerPoint slides go flying through, mate? <laughs> that's right. right. they would be like, you know in the, in the old movies where they used to start off slow and then they'd get quicker and yeah, quicker yeah. and you'd see the merry-go-round yeah, going right, around yeah. or something? It'd be like that. You'd have yeah, to really
1: see what's going on. And, and, and at Seven minutes, uh, by law, you're allowed to stand up, give them the double fingers and walk out of the meeting. <laughs> yes,
3: absolutely, and go, well, you wasted my time yeah, That's now. right,
1: and you can't get yeah. any If you didn't
3: way. get to the point, well, I'm not doing it. Beautiful. Yep. Right, so no meetings longer than seven minutes. No, no lunchtime meetings yep. unless, because lunchtime's your time, yep. unless they're catered or at an outside restaurant.
1: Yeah, all right. Yep. Fully catered. Fully catered. Yeah, I'm not catered.
3: saying we'll just bring in a couple of dodgy old sandwiches. No, no, no. Probably. We want top catering. Courses. From a catering firm. Yes. Yeah. If you're going to hold up my lunchtime, you better let me yep. eat free. Yep. Um, what do we got here? Uh, oh, he deported. Deported. Hang on. Real names on social media. Yeah, this is another one. Yeah, so I, I just skip one there because I can't read my own handwriting. Yeah. Um, but you have to use your real names on social media.
1: Yep, we're like going to bring
3: that. that in as a law. Yep. Twitter. Facebook, all, all these people, all these people that racially abuse footballers and hide behind anonymity. Yep. Yep. No more of that. Nah. All right. If you're prepared to say something on social media, you are prepared to stand by it and have people turn on you and go, I don't agree with you. Not just hide behind some fake name. So I reckon we bring that in as a law in Australia. And you will just stamp that stuff out overnight.
1: It's quite a bit of passion there, Luke. It's very impressive. Yeah, you we, can we see can, on the Hustings Now. Uh, on a soapbox
3: somewhere. Yeah. yeah probably uh, talking to a bunch of ducks in a pond. That's right. That's yeah. right. It's probably more than most senators
1: talk to. You don't worry about that. <laughs> it
3: next? might make as much sense. All right. You are banned officially. It is illegal to get on social media and ask for recommendations for something oh. followed by the word, Go. Oh, like it's a yeah. demand. Like you do the hunting for me. I, I can't be bothered. I haven't got yeah. the time to get on Google. I'm saying, hey, does anyone know a good plumber?
1: Go. Yeah. Look, it's a, so it, annoying. It's a two parter because I find those two things equally as loathsome. Mm. Because I hate the whole thing. The one I get is I've just moved to Ballarat. No, no, no. no. Even worse than that, I'm visiting Ballarat. Do you know, have you heard of Google? Yeah. Pretty big. Where's a good place to eat? Yeah. Trip advisor. Explore. Yeah. Do your own research. Look. And then, and then on top of that, I agree that oh, and.
3: Go. Like, oh what? shit, I'm
1: meant to get into oh. gear now. I was just about to get some lunch, but I
3: quickly yeah. got to do this for you.
1: Get stuff. Yeah, I'm with you there. Yep. Every speed limit needs to be reassessed, Tim. Well, I've discussed this with you a couple of times, actually. How is it that cars are getting better and better, but the speed limit stays the same? They're getting lower. Yeah, that's right. In July, yeah. they're getting lower. Yeah. On the Midland Highway, which we frequent, there's a lot of bits now that are 80. There used to be 100. Yep, and especially
3: when you're going through roadworks, it gets. Oh. Let's slow down to 40. Why do you need to slow down to? Let's 40? Let's just get out and walk. Yeah, you got cones there between us and them. I That's don't need right. to go down to 40. That's you know? right. Hopefully, we're talking about the orange ones. So we, yeah, <laughs> <the other, laughs> I think every speed limit needs to be reassessed. Studies done. <laughs> I know the taxpayers might not like that. absolutely,
1: and I think we need to go to different countries around the world and assess Mm. their speed limits and how they manage them. Me and you could probably do that. Well, that's what I'm thinking, and I thought we could go- Hang on, we're going to end up like them. We don't want to be like your average politician. But no, we wouldn't. We'd do it (laughs) differently. We'd do it it differently. We'd go to Fiji, and then we'd go to Vanuatu, and then we could go to- Some
3: of the big nations. (laughs)
1: Like- Give me one. Oh, um, Switzerland. Well, I'd like to see what, what's happened to Vegas because you yeah. rarely hear of car accidents No, you don't. That's exactly yeah. right. So, Vegas would be good. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so on. Yeah, Brazil. Well, welcome <laughs> <During> your suggestion. During Carnival. <laughs> welcome your suggestion. New Orleans, for the same reason, to compare how they manage traffic during big events. Yep. Yep. And so on. So, Okay, last one. Yep. There'll be more to come. This is just a, a quick
3: list that we come up with, <laughs> right. right? We're going to ban and deport F
1: wits. It's rather a broad group, isn't it?
3: Yeah, I know. I think we're going to lose quite a few people, but the people that are left are going to be a Should little... Oh, it's going to be like a, a paradise here.
1: So anyone who like doesn't indicate and cuts you off on the freeway... They're gone. You can report them. Yeah. Gone. So maybe a three-strike rule. Where are we going to send them? Um, well, I've written down here... Where's Heard Island? <laughs> yeah, McDonald it's, Island. Yeah. It's, oh, that's down in Tassie, isn't it? Yeah, past Tassie. It's near uh, Antarctica. Yeah, because
3: my idea was to put them on Tassie, but then yeah. we realised that you know Tassie's not a bad place. Tassie they don't valley. deserve it, mate. No,
1: that's right. Yeah. No, all right, good.
3: So, and we'll work out what the actual criteria is for, to, being, an F-wit. for being an F-wit, but there's, there's a few of them around. Oh. And the thing is, the problem with F-wits, Tim, is they
1: meet F-wits and they breed F-wits. And they don't often know they're F-wits.
3: No, that's right. And they need people to tell them. Absolutely. How, how, do we, how are we going to judge this, actually?
1: You and I. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, sorry. Yeah,
3: but aren't we going to be busy in Vegas and, and Brazil? And We'll delegate. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll right delegate, car, yeah. yeah. We'll find some like minded ginger people. We're going to be busy, aren't we? Yeah, we're going to be busy. Does Gary Rowan want a job? <laughs> How good is he, mate? Oh. Oh, ah, let's
1: play a song. Come all right,
3: on. all right. Well, yeah, uh, so are we going to do this or not? Because I really need to know. Because I'm going to have to start raising these signatures. 500 yeah, signatures we go. need. Yeah, we'll do it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Let's just see where it ends up. Yep. And you know, I'm not expecting to get elected first time around, but I'm thinking maybe by you know 2025,
1: 3,068. You know, yeah.
3: after we've, <laughs> we've built up our our ground base and our following. Uh, a lot of people feel as strongly as we do about things too. About right-hand turn arrows, absolutely. Well, I don't know if they've mentioned those specifically. There's, there's a few issues in the country at the moment, but sometimes those little things get left behind and we just want to
1: sweep up the little things, don't we? Just clean up the details. <laughs> Play a song. Go the on. Bigger Duets. Oh, jazzy fizzle. Bit of Notorious BIG. It is 20 to 9 Monday night. You're with Fat and Ginger, and it is time, I think, for some mailbag.
3: It is time for some mailbag. Now, I haven't seen this week, so you're going to have to do them. I already uh, But have. you said off the cuff that there was a couple of big names in there. Is yeah, that true?
1: I think so, yeah. I think you'll be happy with one of them at least. So if you play the jingle, let's hop into it. Okay.
0: Feel like abusing someone? Now's your chance. Fat and Gingers Mailbag.
1: It is definitely Fat and Ginger's mailbag, one of the highlights of the show. Well, this is what people like tune in for. They do. It? It's, like,
3: it's like, remember the footy show? Everyone used to hang out for Sammy and the mailbag? Yes. That was like the best segment on the footy show for so long. It um, was. And they've obviously gone their, their separate ways now, the footy show and Channel 9 and Sammy. But <laughs> someone's got to carry the torch, Tim. And uh <laughs> That's Who better than us in a, a tin pot radio station in the middle of nowhere no one listens to?
1: That's it. So we'll start with some of the less well-known names, I suppose. There's one here from Michael in Good G'day, Michael. And it says, uh, I want to hear more from Justin Murphy. He's even spelt it the correct way, so with an E. Does he know you have an award named after him? Well, he doesn't, does he? Doesn't. So I think we should probably try and contact him this week to let him know. Can we do it now? Uh, yeah, I think we tried, and I think it was harder than we thought.
3: No, the thing was we couldn't do it from the Fat and Ginger website. Yeah, I can do it from my personal one. Do you want it? Oh, I don't care. He's not going to come over from America anytime soon, is he? Yeah,
1: they're not exactly getting on the plane anytime. So, but anyway, let's go through the rest of these first. So this is from Gary in Belmont. Good evening, Gary. Uh, obviously, listen to the podcast, perhaps. Uh, will you get my favourite ginger Ben Stokes on when he comes out for the Ashes? Well, yeah, it's an Ashes summer, so they don't come much more ginger than Ben Stokes. So, so he's asking, us, can you get him on the show? Yeah.
3: How do we go about that? I
1: don't know. Let's find out. Well,
3: we we're just talking about how all our guests tend out to be friends of ours mm. or people we know in the industry. Maybe we can reach out to him now. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to start writing this stuff down. So, email Justin Murphy. Yeah, that's it. Or oh, yeah. get on to him. Reach out right. across the ocean. Reach out across the ocean. Let him know he's a toss and we've got an award <laughs> named after him for being a, bit a toss. dick. <laughs> right? So, reach Justin Murphy. Yep. Done. Yep. I hope I don't get these emails mixed up, by the way. I don't no, want to send right. that to Ben Stokes. Oh, he'd punch your lights out, wouldn't he? Oh, he's a very angry bloke. Yeah, he's he's just good a good ginger. Though. He's a ginger. Yes. Uh, so we'll email Ben Stokes, management. Yeah, yeah, Should we go through Voice FM
1: or should we just do it off our own bat, do you think? If we just do it off our own bat. <laughs> what, you don't think the power of Voice FM will get the deal done? Oh, I just think if we're aiming for Ashes series 21-22, we might not make it in time, that's
3: all. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be off air by then. Yeah. All right, well, let's uh, we'll email Ben Stokes, management. Say, uh-huh. listen, we do a show. He's one of our favourite gingers. We want him to come on. Yeah. Would he be interested? You're doing it for free, and if in doing it for free, we've got no budget whatsoever. No. We have to pay for our own water here,
1: don't we? We do, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. carps out of a, a yeah. big, you know, and you pay for the air too per breath. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm only having every second one tonight. Now, the last one tonight is from now, this is from a guy called Chris in Geelong, and I have a feeling it might be the Chris in Geelong because listen what to Chris this. In all right. How good is Gary Rowan? One of oh, your Oh, what a superstar. What yeah. a kick from the bandit. And I was right pressure. behind that the other night to oh, yeah? watch it sail through and geez, it was a good feeling. I bet it was, and yeah. did it was it one of those, you know, never look like missing ones?
3: No, it, it wasn't. It actually faded the right way. So it was it looked like it was going right for the goalpost and then it swung back right through the middle. Oh. It was like a, a Wazzy Macram
1: delivery. Oh, hello. Yeah. I like it. Uh, how good is Gary Rowan? Finally a ginger did something good. He's a pleasure to coach. So, th- <laughs> so is that Chris Scott? Who wrote that in? Chris from Geelong. Chris from Geelong. Yeah. So is that Chris Scott?
3: I doubt that he would
1: write, he's one of my favourite gingers or whatever you said. Well, you never know, do you? He might well, he, he's supportive, I suppose. Of, he's a passionate bloke. He might have been in a fit of passion while he was- Well, Lingy might be a bit upset to hear oh, that. Oh, yeah. Actually, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. That's point. Yeah. Um, Anyway, Chris Scott's got something going on with his hair too, hasn't he? He's always playing with it these days. Looks lovely.
3: He's a bit of a rooster these days, Chris Scott, isn't he? Is he? See, to me, it looked like, come on, mate, you're 50 now. Don't sweep the hair back. But then I've heard a lot of ladies speak of it very positively. So he's actually gone up a notch or two in their Little black
1: book. Do you, do you think they're trying to get the membership, the female membership up at Geelong? Is that the key?
3: It could be a little bit of that. Yeah. You yeah, yeah, they know, we've fallen on hard times they've during
1: gone, COVID. They've gone, listen, we're a bit shaky on the demographic females between the age of about 45 and 100. Yeah,
3: and Jimmy Bartell's retired <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy
1: Bartell's retired so, so, so can you play with your hair more, please, Chris?
3: Yeah, is there anything you can do to help yeah, us out in that department? Leave it with me, you said. Yeah.
1: it <laughs> <laughs> has gone the hair to well. Yeah, uh, well, that's
3: good feedback anyway. It's good that people are really starting to get behind gingers. We've been trying to beat that drum for a while. We. Have. And, um, you know, we do a lot in the community, Tim. It's, it's amazing. We, the, the we sweep your streets. That's right. <laughs> we uh, empty oh, rubbish. Jesus. Yeah,
1: absolutely. We start mm-hmm. your fights. Yeah. <laughs> 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 now look, and it's amazing what this platform of eight till ten on a Monday night on community radio, what you can achieve. Well, have we achieved something? No, no, nothing, I zero. We no, we did get that letter from the AFP, but that wasn't directed yeah, to that us. Wasn't, that wasn't really us, was it? Yeah. That was a friend of but ours. But
3: that's why you know we, we're trying to branch out into into the world of government now. <laughs> you know, we want to be ruling people. No, so. no, we
1: don't. No. no, probably not. No.
3: So okay, that's just nice feedback from everybody. Yeah. If you've got your feedback, you please uh, send it in via
1: Facebook. Yep. Go to Messenger, send us a message. Send us a message, you know. Give us a call, five and double. I hate it how this number's written like this. So yeah, that, I know. They've changed it too. Yeah, the numbers. It's a new oh, bit of paper. I hate that. The number's written, right, for everyone. So if you're ever delivering a mobile number, you deliver it 433, mm. right? And if you're delivering a normal landline, it's- Explain what you mean by 433. So, People understand. So that. as in, I'm not going to read it. Four out digits, more. and then a gap, and then three digits, and, and then, then a gap, more. and then three more digits. Yeah, that's the only way you should ever do it. Yep. And when a landline, it should only ever be four and four. Because yeah. they're eight-digit numbers, right? Yeah. But on the wall, it's got 53 space 331201. Now, mm. is that a hangover from the old Should we put this on our yes. list of things when we were in yeah, government? It's illegal definitely. to do that. I'm going to jot it down right now. Thank you. Excellent.
3: All right. So phone number delivery yeah. needs to be tightened, yeah. I think. Uh, yes, I think so. You know, just the, the
1: conditions around it. Just sweeping up the details again. Yeah,
3: okay. Phone number delivery tightened. There we go. Now- So another campaign for our platform.
1: Keeping this moving along because I think we're a bit behind. I think I got that around
3: the wrong way. It's another platform for our campaign. <laughs> that's-
1: that's <laughs> <laughs> now, Maybe I shouldn't go into politics. I think we need to probably do- That's crap pretty quickly because we're behind. So, do you want to play the jingle? Are we behind? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, all right, well,
3: (laughs) let's catch up quick. Uh, How are Where's the jingle? There is.
0: Don't believe the hype. That's actually crap.
1: Yes, that's crap. All right, I'll start. I went down to Melbourne over the weekend. You did? Yep. And I chose not to take public transport because I had to do it for seven years as a kid and I swore I'd never do it again. Okay. And Do you need a hug or something? Nah, I well, I need, I need many hugs for many different things, but <laughs> I'll be right for now. And I obviously drove. Now, driving in Melbourne, especially through, because obviously coming from Geelong, or even from Ballarat, and you go over that bit near the Westgate now, before you go over it where there's all the roadworks. Yeah, the where tunnel, the tunnel's going in, yeah. And it's just, everyone goes nuts. It's because everyone feels as if they're closed in, and all the trucks emerge. Because with their the now. barriers are there, yeah. and it
3: feels like you're too close to the barrier.
1: Yeah, and, and then yeah. they're too close to you and everything, and it just, it's, it's nutso. Eh? Yeah. And I hate it, and I hate that everyone's just... I don't know, maybe I've turned into a country person because you go into Melbourne, and it feels as if everyone's too close to you. And everyone's going too fast. Yeah,
3: so I, I, I see that. I, I understand where you're coming from, especially you. Know, you're from Ballarat. There's a lot of open space on the roads here. There is. Mm-hmm.
1: That's right. What's the rush? You know, we're all going to get there. Yeah. Just relax. And usually, the person who's right up your clacker is driving a 1989 Mitsubishi Lancer. Yeah. And you know, there's no chance of stopping. No. If you need to, and you're going to be talking to them in the seat next to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you just go, mate. Just. And they've got no insurance. No, they're no, they never sure. got insurance. That's right. Just go around me, champ. So, That's yeah. All right. I'm not in that much of a hurry. No, just off you go. Yeah. It's like there's plenty
3: of lanes. But look, I, I must admit, driving in Melbourne, I turn into one of those people at times. Do you? Because it's so annoying for me to stop in traffic for the amount of time that you have to. Mm. I'm not used to it. But mm. in like Geelong, we have traffic jam, nothing like that. Oh, there. no. So for me, if I've got to get somewhere, I don't allow for that. Yeah. Whereas if I lived in Melbourne, I probably would. Yeah. So I am lane changing like crazy usually running late for the football or whatever appointment I've got or whatever it is. Yeah. So I do
1: turn into one of those people. So I do know how they feel. So you're saying that maybe what I should do is just become one of them? Well,
3: there. you just have to get Melbourne minded, I think. Melbourne minded. Think Melbourne. Think Melbourne. But look, I, I do know where you're coming from. I, I think it's a great addition to that's crap. All right. So is it crap? Yeah, I'll give you that. Right. I'll give you that. Yeah. Crap. I don't think we've ever had one that we have on.
1: Nah, whatever. that's true. Well, So
3: maybe this next one. So my one is on the weekend, I had to take my kids' clothes shopping. Now, it's not something that I've... Often done in the past. Yep. I've usually had a female in the house to take mm-hmm. over that certain section while I roam around the house nude, doing, doing nothing, whatever, yeah. Doing whatever. But uh, no female these days. I've right. got to take them and they needed some stuff and yep. I went. And I thought, well, while I'm there, look, I don't ever buy clothes for myself. No. I've always been dressed. I'm like a, a Ken doll. Yeah? And did you
1: get hand-me-downs as a kid?
3: Uh, I don't know if it was just that, but that's the thing. Mum always bought my clothes. Yep. I wore them. Then I moved out by myself and I wore the same clothes I had when mum bought for me. (laughs) Occasionally, I'd have a girlfriend who was nice enough to buy me something. And then I've been pretty much married since then. So I always had someone to buy something for me go, you'd look good in that. I wear it and go, it doesn't worry me, that's fine. Mm. But I tried on a few shirts the other day and I hated it, just absolutely hated it. And they probably looked all right. But to me, I look at myself in the mirror and go, yeah, you just look like a dork. I'm fat. I need to lose weight. 42. I'm 41. Oh, sorry. Um, you knew that. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the kids on top of that, yep. we, were, we were there for a good hour and a half. Oof. And I was hungover as well. Oof. So it's not a good sign. No. I probably wouldn't be as
1: angry if I wasn't. But yeah, I just didn't like it. No, and I'm with you because what happens is you almost want to go in there and what you're wearing at the time and go, listen, I want exactly what I got on.
3: In a just- different color.
1: Or newer. Yeah. Yeah. So this one's about to die. Yeah. No
3: stains all over the
1: front. That's you, right. Can you see those? Yeah. on yeah, yeah. a new pair of jeans that are nice but aren't quite as worn out as these yeah. ones are.
3: They're not usually army fatigues. That's this just, is just, they didn't come like that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> it just looks like now because I slurp a lot. That's right. But
1: yeah. And the other thing too,
3: like I've got mates who love it. So two of my best mates in the world, we grew up together from grade six onwards or grade five onwards. And uh, we went to the Gold Coast earlier in the year. Yeah. And while we're up there, it was nothing in particular. It's just a bit of a getaway because we all missed our 40th last. Year mm. and I was just sitting by the pool with a drink every day, and they'd go to like Pacific Fair. Is it? Is that the one yeah, up that's there with yeah, yeah, a massive, yeah. massive DFO like shopping center? And every day they'd just spend hours there shopping, and I couldn't think of anything worse. No, I'm like, on no, no, holiday. No.
1: Yeah, sit by the pool, put it, some earphones in. That's right. And I think also if you're like me, it's a bit like the meetings. As soon as you get into the shops, the First thing you want to do is get out. Get out. Yeah. It's yep. like a strike mission. It's
3: how can I quickly yeah, remember that show supermarket sweep? Yeah, yeah. A little bit of time, you had to grab what you wanted, yeah. and just get
1: the hell out. Yeah. That's
3: what I'm like. Yeah. Oh, I need a shirt. I go in, I look at all the shirts, one crabs in my eye. Yep. Go, okay, I'll try this on. Shit, it's too small. get me another one. It's, all right that's the right size. Yep. I'm out. See ya.
1: Yep, that's right. Or go to Target, find the grey t shirts, I'll have ten of them. Yeah. Thanks. Right <laughs> <size. laughs>
3: I mean, the, sometimes you just get stuck in the aisles there, but that's usually at St. Vinnies or one of those places. And, yeah, that's right. And you're trying to find something that doesn't smell like must. <laughs> so.
1: uh, I think we should have a song while we get lucky on that.
3: Uh, yeah, we're due for one, aren't we? Now, I'm going to play this. I, I asked him if I could play this uh, because I've, it's never really done anything with it, but this is a song I wrote and performed. Ah, fantastic. Many, many years ago, Tim. Yes. Uh, I do play a bit of music occasionally. Uh, I haven't done it for a while, but this is one of my songs, and it's called Smoking the Breeze.
1: Fantastic. <laughs> gets up, he ponders all the
3: things to tell her, how he's stuck, the rat is in a temporary way. Yes.
1: I am very, very, very impressed with that song. Why has that not seen – that not more airtime and more love? That was when I was a bit younger, mate, and, and thought I was going to be a rock star, and that one
3: came out all, all right, and then I did a couple of <laughs> others that followed up, and they weren't that good, and I think that I just uh – Gave it up oh maybe we need to get that back out there. Yeah, yeah, maybe one day it's not gonna <laughs> happen, is it? I'm too fat and ginger these no, days. Yeah, my now, I remember when I got it mastered, bro, I was about twenty-seven when I wrote it right. and recorded it and um, took it down with the the blade that uh, my producer to Melbourne and the guy that mastered it goes, Yeah mate, this is a great song. He goes, If you were five years younger, we'd sign you. Oh. I go, I'm 27, mate. It's so bad, is it? Usually you die at 27, don't you, when you're a rock star. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, I've got to go through the whole cycle by then, you know. That's so, right. yeah. No,
1: you're too late. Now look, it's that time of the not, where uh, I'll do the weather while you attend to technical things. I will attend to technical things, yep. and
3: that's that's not dodgy stuff. No, actually, no, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. It generally, it's technical things. Just made it things. sound like you. Yeah, yeah, not, we're,
1: yeah. nicking off offer a cheeky one. Nah. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, it's about three minutes tonight. Or two minutes tonight here on Voice FM uh, on Monday night. We are in Ballarat here at Broadcast Central and Barclay Street, and according to the uh, weather oracle here, it is two point four degrees now. It's got the old feels like, here, yeah, and I never know quite how they calculate that. It's just a guess, really. But I'd probably agree with this one. It says it feels like negative 0. 0.4 degrees because I was out walking the dogs before and it was freezing cold. like properly, You know when your nose starts to hurt? That sort of cold. Unacceptable. Wind is five kilometres from the east. Wind gusting up to seven kilometres an hour. Do I actually sound like a proper weather well, yeah, person? I'm bored listening to yeah, it. I don't but, understand what you're but, doing. No, but that's how it should be. You should be bored. Yeah, listen to the weather. Uh, uh, yeah. Hang on. I want you to tell a story or something. A story yeah. about how cold I was when I was walking the oh, dice. Anything. Like, Tell me the story of
3: Red Riding Hood. It'd be more exciting than listening to you talk but about it. you know the, the ending? <laughs> well, it's a happy one.
1: But anyway, none of that matters anymore because uh, on the line now we have live from Bris Vegas, former Shield cricketer Lachlan Stevens. Hello, Lucky. You there, mate? Can you
0: hear me? Yeah, we got you. Oh, you turned the yeah, light on. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Light. I, I, was, I was in bed. I forgot that I was on tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I sent you a message today.
3: That's, that's funny you say that because yeah, so that's what our listeners always say. <laughs> I forgot to listen in. I was in bed.
0: I'm, I'm normally listening, but I'd forgotten. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> so, right. I appreciate your honesty. I love it. It's that's great.
3: That's it, mate. And, um, you know, the listeners can't see your bed here and it sort of makes us feel a little bit better. Because right. you are a good looking well, rooster, Lockie. Yeah, and, yeah, um, Oh, thanks. thanks so, sometimes when that. you're on the show, me and Tim look at each other and just yeah. say, why don't we just give up? That's right. But <laughs> By the looks yeah. of us, we yeah. have actually yeah. given yeah. up. <laughs> we have given up. Have you noticed anything different about us tonight, though?
0: Um, yeah, yeah oh, it's actually fat and ginger shirts. Yeah, yeah which works mate. well for radio. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we needed someone else to say it. That's right. Hey, they're good. They're good. Uh, get on that, people. If, you, yeah. if you're if you listening, get on the shirts. That's uh, right. How many yeah, they're... Did you produce? How many in production?
3: Uh, uh, we've got three at the moment. <laughs> um,
1: four, four. Oh, four, got, that's right. So you've got 2
3: got a so. spare. What we did talk about, though, is we can never wear the same colour on the night. So we've got one black and one white one each. And we can't come in as twins,
1: mate. It's like a mum dressed us. Yeah, that's no good. (laughs) But look, we're not here to talk about this. We're here to talk about, Lockie's going to, and I know how well prepared he'll be with this, and I'm really looking forward to it, about his insight into how different it is living in Brisbane in COVID compared to Melbourne. And I don't think there'll be many differences at all, really. I think it'll be fairly similar.
3: No, I think we've had similar experiences (laughs) down here (laughs) as what they've
1: had up in sunny Queensland. So, Lockie.
0: Have Have you guys had reduced restrictions compared to Melbourne? Yes, we have. Yeah, we haven't had it
1: nearly as bad as Melbourne have had it. So, we yeah,
3: were allowed to go seven kilometres past our house, <laughs> whereas they're still stuck at five.
1: <laughs> So, I mean, last year, which when you experienced the full stage four lockdown, we didn't. We had stage, I think, three for most of that time. Yeah, there's so.
3: slight differences, but
1: uh, sorry, we had stage four, didn't we? Because yeah, go no, we
3: four. couldn't go anywhere. The last year, we were yeah. the same as the whole state was the same as Melbourne. Yeah. The, this yeah, year, it was good. slightly better, but it wasn't. It's still lockdown, mate. They didn't put the ring of steel around or anything like that. I think they yeah. realised that the ring of steel was just a couple of witches' hats.
1: That's it. <laughs> On the M8. Yeah. yeah. Well,
0: obviously, uh, this lockdown worked with uh, some Melbourneites ending up. In New Zealand, yeah, and, and Sunshine Coast, uh, and obviously some a uh, lovely Melbourne couple doing a uh, road trip up through inland Australia and ending up on the Gold Coast, wasn't it? Yeah, Sunshine, no, yeah.
1: yeah, no, no, you're spot on, and uh, I think they got fined five thousand bucks each. For the privilege, so five thousand bucks to visit Coonabarabran and parks. Yep,
3: I reckon I would have paid that. You really? Yeah, just to get out of the state hey, for a bit. Kuna Barabran, great stakes in
0: too. We've
1: discussed this, I think, before. <laughs> it is great stakes in Coonabarabran too. And uh, we are yeah. now
0: officially repeating conversations that we've had on the show. Before.
1: Yeah, but it's we get into that age. You're allowed to do it, and you're allowed to start a story. Going, I don't know if I've told you this before, and they go, "Oh yeah, you have." And it you go, doesn't matter what it is.
3: You don't even get to the story. No, you no, just no, cut them no. off And well, it's
0: your obligation still to listen politely to it. That's if right. You yeah, yeah.
1: Heard it before. So yeah. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. You know it. So so, We're almost there. So how was the last lockdown in Brisbane? Because it would have been pretty tough for you up there, I imagine.
0: Uh, Look, (laughs) uh, I wasn't here for the lockdown in Brisbane. That happened for three days or five days or something. I think you had one for
1: three days, Um, didn't you? But my point is, is that last lockdown we had, you didn't have, did you? Like if if we go up to Brisbane now, I bet it's almost like COVID doesn't exist.
0: Brisbane, well, my brother used to say to me last year when I was in Melbourne, He's like, it doesn't exist here because he'd he'd always ask me what I was doing on the weekend. Yep. And I would say putting my mask on and going to the shops. Yep. Uh, And then straight back. And that would be – and then straight back, exactly. Mm. Uh, Because I don't do an hour of exercise. I could have given that to someone else. (laughs) Um, <laughs> that's true. that would have been a good idea wouldn't it if you yeah. could sell your imagine, hour of exercise imagine to it people. turned
3: into currency yeah. yeah
0: I'll trade you my hour of exercise for a loaf of sourdough bread <laughs> <laughs> how about that yeah I'd, I'd make that but yeah you're right Timmy Brisbane acts like it doesn't exist I mean there's social distancing but even that's you know, that's suggested spots on floors as you line up at a store. Yeah, and uh,
1: no one stands on them.
0: No, yeah. so it it literally feels like it doesn't exist up here at the moment, which I'm sure will come back to bite us at some point in time.
1: And, yeah. and you
3: might have that, but at least we've got the shitty weather and the virtually transparent skin.
0: That's it. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I still have the transparent skin. Can I can I just say that I miss Melbourne enormously? Do you? Uh, and, Victor- and Victoria completely. I I do. I had this conversation with the great David Bade the other day who I caught up with.
3: Yep. Fantastic. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. Yeah. So, you get to
1: call him that?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, but they went to school together, so they-
3: Oh, okay. Because yeah. yeah, for someone like
1: me, it's Associate Professor David Yeah, and, and David for Bade. me too, it's Associate yeah. Professor David Bade. Sorry, yeah. go on. I interrupted.
0: Associate Professor David Bade, <laughs> um, yeah, who uh, who just doesn't understand why I would miss Melbourne. But <laughs> I do. I, I can imagine I, I how he would have worded that too. Much. Yeah.
3: Mm. yeah, there would have been a question in about three or four words, I think. <laughs> that's
1: that's right. Not all of them repeatable. <laughs> Actually, now probably is repeatable. at Five past nine on community radio on a Monday night. You probably yeah, say whatever. Does the he fuck swear you want. when
0: he's on? Does Dave swear? No, not yet. We're trying
1: to coax one out of him. Yeah, I don't Could think it'd be um, hard. Yeah. So. Look, we've sworn on air, Timmy's dropped an F-bomb, nobody rang in to complain or anything. So no, that's right.
3: We just figured that no one cares. No, yeah, one's, no, listening. no one's listening. So. No one gives a crap.
1: Yeah. We didn't turn up last week because we were too hungover and no yeah. one mentioned it. Oh, yeah. We should have. not talked about that, <laughs> have we? Me right. and Timmy got like white girl
3: drunk. I think you yeah. brought up white girl drunk. White girl wasted on Sunday night. <laughs> uh, yeah. And didn't even turn up Monday night and still haven't heard from the station. I don't think they even know we come in. No, that's right. So,
0: so we're not sure. If, so are we saying that's a good sign or a bad sign?
1: Or, oh. I don't know, because on the on the run sheet that's outside the door of the studio, it has from 8 till 10 on Monday night. It doesn't have Fat and Ginger, just
0: says a comedy show. A comedy show. <laughs> I don't even have our yeah. name on there. Hey, now it, you got T-shirts, you're right. I think. I think it, so. Obvious. And
3: when you said is that a good thing or a bad thing, we're so used to being persecuted, mate. When you're Fat and Ginger, you don't get a lot of look in in yeah. life. So we used to be on the outer ring. We don't care. We live in the shadows.
1: Now I want to try and I want to try and help people picture,
3: <laughs> which is
0: quite difficult when you're ginger.
1: Yeah, that's, that's right. Thank you. I want to try and help people at home picture what Lockie looks like. Now I've been binge watching a lot of upper middle bogan recently. Have you hang watched on, that? show? on, hang on. We just no, told no. him was a good looking. No, rooster. no, no, no going wait, to bring wait, him back. He there. Is. No, no, no. He is uh-huh. now. Have you watched the show? No, I haven't seen it. Lockie, no. have you watched it, Danny? No, it if great. anyone it's I, reference boards are no good. Hey, no, no, no it's all right. You can Google it afterwards. Danny, the husband of Upper Middle Bogan, looks just like Lockie. And it reminds me of Lockie as well. going
3: to have to bring that up. So, I can't, um, listeners at
1: home, if you're wondering what Lockie looks like, he looks like Danny off Upper, upper Middle Yeah. Well, we'll give them time to look yep. that up. That's
0: it. I probably look more like one of the hobbits off... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: you're a bit rough on yourself. But anyway, That's all right.
0: I think I think I think la-
3: last time we had Griffo on, mate, I just brought <laughs> yeah. up a little picture of the, the kid off Jerry McGuire and just sat next to the computer <laughs> so he couldn't see it. And, and me and Tim were just giggling <laughs> like schoolgirls. Because Jesus yeah, looked similar, he's a it was like yeah. him, but a few years older with different coloured glasses.
0: Yeah, he almost speaks the same. I can hear Griffo when the kid says, did you know the human, a, human head weighs eight pounds? I can yeah. hear Griffo saying <laughs> yeah. that.
3: That's right. I think that was his first bit of advice when COVID hit, wasn't it?
0: What's that? Oh, I think it was. Yeah. Think <laughs> it was. Yeah.
3: Well, what we're going to do is we're going to inject this because the human head weighs eight pounds.
1: That's right, except for Tim's, who's waist. <laughs> it's Tim, most human head. We yeah. should have clarified <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, look, Tim, think- I'm,
0: I'm sure you've used the joke already, but uh, I used to really love that gag you tell me the regatta about uh, you're a sniper's dream. Yeah, that-
1: that's, yeah. yeah, that's been used. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love that one too. Oh, a, lot oh, yeah. of, a lot of things there were regatta. said at the regatta. <laughs> <laughs> now,
3: one thing we did bring up um, was that because Timmy, every time that we have one of you guys on, there's always a story that comes out off air about Tim about when he was yeah. younger. Now, I yeah. had the great privilege. You know how I told you we were, and I won't. Before you look at me that way, I'm not going to tell the story, right? But I had the great privilege of seeing Tim Young blind last Sunday. This is why we didn't come in last Monday night because he was – let's just say – uh, what's the best way to put it? There was no Not filter between the thoughts that were going in his head and what was spilling out through his mouth. he said, then
0: isn't there? All oh,
3: all <laughs> it got to the point that I had to take him home and come back. So <laughs> I can imagine, <laughs> I can imagine that you guys would have a lot of those stories. You've probably got one up your sleeve. Is there, is there one you can tell people, knowing that this is going out to people? And Tim does have some sort of a professional career. Uh,
0: what, what is no, this? Well, the answer to that is no. Like. <laughs> All I remember is a a swathe of ex-girlfriends often doing things to his car. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Turning up uh, Mm. after a night at the regatta. It's hard to drive. Because he didn't drive home. He would get a taxi home. That's (laughs) right. But going back to get the car and often windscreens would be... it was the
1: wind, windscreen wipers got snapped off, and it was hard to drive in subtropical downpour with no windscreen wipers. Mm. No, you, windscreen you have to look out the window as you're getting pelted in the face by giant raindrops. It was well, really
3: that, good. that's a that's a great story, but I want to know what got into that point. Like, yeah, like, yeah. Anyway, what I he do <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> do <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can have one of them on Tim as a guest. Like we'll put him in the rotation.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell i tell you think what. We that's a good actually, because it's a it's a great uh, you know chronology of Tim Young's life. Well, I think it's a
1: fantastic idea, Lockie, Luke. But what we'll do is we'll all get one of our ex-girlfriends to come on and then we can all interview yeah. them all at the same time. How about that? Yeah,
3: I've probably... <laughs> gone off the idea? All, all of a sudden, I've gone yeah. off a little bit. But uh, look, I could probably rustle one up that doesn't hate me with a passion and doesn't have a voodoo doll or anything like that. So <laughs> I'll have to um, give that some serious thought.
1: Let's just put it this way. Yeah. During my mid to late 20s, I figured it out. I was spending, I think it was 120 hours a week at the Regatta Hotel either working or drinking. Mm. 120 hours. Or was it like a little... Little bed
0: out the back somewhere.
1: No, not, no I didn't live for... And during
0: that time, the regatta was bleeding money because the change that we were receiving didn't seem quite right at the time. But I um, have no yeah, recollection
3: China of that. I'm work. sorry. You're breaking up, Lockie. For, for a school teacher, who's pretty shit house <laughs> at maths, mate, wasn't he? All right. We better keep going. We're You're running out of time. <laughs> All right, Lockie. Good to see you again, mate. And uh, we'll let you get back
1: to bed. Thanks,
0: gentlemen. See ya. See, see you, buddy. ta
1: See you, boys. See, these sessions are starting to become just a, you know, let's find out the dirt on Tim session. I love it. I love it. Because you know what? You
3: come what? across as just the nicest, quietest bloke.
1: I am the nicest, quietest bloke. Yeah,
3: but then there's all these stories from your youth that I'm starting to get a glimpse of what yeah, you because used to saw- be like. Yeah, I know, yeah. And now that I've
1: seen it and for I, myself. And I know, wish you hadn't, actually, but anyway.
3: I loved it. I loved every second of it. Fantastic. Now, let's play a song. Yep. And then we'll come and do some more stuff. Right, on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mumble Number 5. Uh,
1: that song takes me back.
3: Takes you back to the regatta days.
1: Yeah, it would actually, I suppose, would what, early 2000s? Yeah, it was about then. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I remember it coming out around about that time when Ooh. we were carving up the dance floor oh, in our respective yeah. states.
1: Oh, mate, it was, yeah. yeah. Those were the you days. were in Queensland, I was in it a state was, yeah. of mishap. <laughs> That's right, state of undress. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, uh, Justin Murphy. Justin Murphy? Yeah. All right. Are you easily
2: offended?
0: Welcome to the Justin Murphy.
1: Justin Murphy. He's about to, I don't know, he's about to have his world broaden somewhat. Yeah, generally. he
3: is, I'm going to track him down during the week. Next week, I'll promise you I'll be reporting. Yep. Hopefully, he messages back. He might just block me or something. I don't know how, how this is going <laughs> to play out, but I'm definitely going to make sure we're going to send him something and say, you're uh, such a toss that we've named an award after you. Can you tell you what he did? Hey? What did he do in the first place to, to draw Because some people might be listening for the first oh, time. Oh, sorry. Yeah,
1: excellent. Yeah, no, so when we did the whole 50 country challenge, when I said I'd get... Uh, the podcast downloaded in 50 countries, and we it, the thing went out around the world. And um, he offered some feedback that we were bottom feeding arseholes basically.
3: Yeah, but then and he did a follow up post did, to that.
1: That's right. He did a follow up post to the other to the next video, that talking put, about uh, our decency. Yeah, that's right, and and going about how we weren't. Yeah, basically. Well, I don't, we don't know. We don't know what he said because Facebook banned I, the comment. It was that bad. It was like,
3: how uh, hypocritical are you, mate? That's right. talking about us being bottom feeding or whatever you're yeah. doing. And you've
1: used language that bad that Facebook banned it. Well, how can you get how can you blocked by Facebook for a comment? For a picture, I get, but not for a comment. Yeah, I don't know. Who, anyway. Who's reading that? I don't know. It must
3: have been some swear words that just set off some
1: alarm bells somewhere. I don't know. It must have been. But we're moving on. So this week. Yeah, we're, we're not coming. hung up on it at no, all. Not at all. We just get even, don't we? We do. Now, who have we got this week for the Justin Murphy Award? Okay,
3: so. we have got so this award is for people who suck, or are hypocritical or who whinge about stuff that really doesn't affect them that's basically what it is and we have got
1: a recipient who I think is quite worthy do we have a round of applause sound effect just by itself for this person yeah we can do that here we go yeah alright the winner is yep her name is Tash Peterson. G'day, Tash. Wonderful. Welcome to the club.
3: So Tash Peterson is a vegan activist who lives over in WA. You might have heard of her recently. She's been up to some shenanigans in the paper where she's standing out front of Coles, dressed in like a butcher's gear with with, with blood all over her, with dead chickens in her hand, and basically saying anyone who eats meat or fish is a murderer. That's a big thing. Now, that's fine. People can feel that way and they can even be an activist about it. Yeah. I've got no problem with that. Go on. If you want to stand there and you want to tell people your opinions, that's fine. But you have to understand it's akin to someone standing on a soapbox in the middle of a park and telling them what they think about
1: things. That's right. Now, I, I like going out for a bit of seafood. Is that safe? Well, apparently not. Apparently, you
3: are contributing to the fish holocaust. The fish holocaust? Yeah. I had two fillet of fishes in one night once. Is that a fish holocaust? Well, you're basically in the SS now. Yeah, that's right. According yeah. to her. Fury. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, right. what she's done, the reason I'm bringing her, the reason she won the award, actually, I wonder if we could get her in to uh, present it to her. We, Almost if we can certainly get Ben not.
1: Stokes, we'd get her. You reckon? Yeah. Well,
3: well, we'll tell her she's got a platform to talk, and then she'll realise that no one's listening. <laughs> we'll just walk so, out and
1: turn <laughs> the mics off and come back in half an hour. But
3: what she's done recently is yeah. she's been going... Going into pubs where people are enjoying a meal, Mm. yeah, and screaming and yelling. This is what her latest stunt was. She stormed into the Bathers Beach Seafood Restaurant in Fremantle Mm -hmm. and started screaming at at people who were just enjoying a nice meal that they were contributing to the fish holocaust. She's now been banned from all licensed venues in WA. (laughs) That's that's impressive, isn't (laughs) it? Including bottle shops, nightclubs, and... Um, oh, it says here, bottle shops, nightclubs, and bottle shops. It doesn't so matter. they've made sure she's definitely not going into the bottle shops. Yeah. But she's just carrying on like, well, these people don't want to hear my voice. I'm going to move mm. to other states because I'm only banned in WA. So she might be on her way here anyway. Well, that's right. She might be nearby. So yeah. like every licensed venue in WA. Yeah. Well, and this is why I think she should get it. Like She has every right to say what she believes in. She has every right to scream and yell about it. But when you start really accusing people who don't share your view-
1: No, that's right. And this that, is anything in life ramming it down It could be throats. a religion. Yeah, absolutely. It could
3: be any, anything that you believe in that you feel that other people aren't coming to your point of view. Yep. That does not make you right. No, it does not. That's right. We all have freedom to have our own opinions. If you want to start screaming and yelling at people while they're having dinner, you get the Justin Murphy Award, mate. Yeah, could okay. agree more. I think Justin would be proud of that. He would. Yeah. All
1: right. Let's have a song then we have a special guest. We have a special guest, yeah.
3: Christine. Oh, can't wait. Okay. Let's
1: get her on. Yep. Wonderful tune that was. Well, excellent pick by Luke. In fact, Luke's been in charge of most of the music tonight, and I think he's done an excellent job. Well, I was going
3: to ask you about that, right? Because yeah. normally you don't like my tunes. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, we had an episode that we walked out of here, you were furious with me, because I sort of... I tortured you that night, didn't I? You had, yeah. yeah. I played a good one. I played a bad one. I just sort of bought you up, and you thought, "I oh, finally." And then so I just good. dragged you back under the you water. Did. Yeah. The next week, you
1: got me back because you played some great music for the first half. Then you started bringing out some of the worst pieces of shit music I've ever heard in my life, Hang on, mate. One of those was the eighteen twelve overture, mate. One of the best pieces of classical music, mate. I rest you're
3: made. my case, Your Honor.
1: And we had the Spanish Flea, oh, which the song. only
3: thing that saved you from that was, the was, it, was it was on The Simpsons. So tonight. I have taken over a little bit of the music. We did discuss it, but I've, I don't think I've upset you too much. No, no, it's been all right. Been I did right. ask you if I could have some Missy Higgins. You said, look, I'll give you Natalie and Brilly and we'll call it a day. That's right. So, um, That's right. Now, look, enough about that. Who have we got? Oh, wow, well, yes. We've got someone very, very, very cool, one of my favorite people on the line to talk to us. And Christine, can you hear us? Oh, no, we we can't, can't hear you. On. Hang on. We had the same problem We'd- with uh, Lockie. Try again.
2: I can
3: hear you. Yes. yes. You yeah, go. Go. we've got you. Uh...
2: You know, Luke, I've listened to a couple of your podcasts and every single one mm-hmm. you've said it's one of your favourite people. So how many favourite people do you have? Yeah. Yeah, no, I was, I'm,
3: would... I'm sort of going on the uh, illusion that no one listens to us. So, look, I have a lot of favourite people, but uh, you always have a special place in my heart, Chris. Actually, I've said that too, haven't I? That's yeah, it. Right. <laughs> No, nah, well, you know we're, we're pretty close mates, although we've only met once. This is a funny thing, isn't it? Like We've been mates for, what, three years now?
2: Something like that, yeah. Something
3: crazy. like that, and we've only ever met once.
2: Once, and I was abusing you at the time. Yes, <laughs> abused
3: the, me oh. and scared the shit out of me, to be honest. Well, tell us about that. Well, <laughs> I took the kids up to the Melbourne jail. I knew who Christine was because she appeared with, uh, on a friend of mine's uh, TV show, Rosted On. Yep. And she played a scary person on that, actually. You uh, you do a very good scary. But I knew who you were. I'd seen you on the show. And then we came up, uh, took the kids up to the old Melbourne jail. And there was a lady there, a a police officer named Sergeant Shanahan, who took us on the tour, Mm -hmm. and she was, she would have been great in the old days, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, because she just made sure everyone was just in line. Literally. Yeah,
1: literally. No crap in
2: my watch house, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> and, and so how long was the tour? Like, how long was it?
3: Oh, it was a couple of hours. And I think we stayed and chatted with you for a little bit afterwards. The funny thing was, like, there was people on their phone and Sergeant Shanahan or Christine was saying, like, everyone line up against the wall. And blokes were on their phone. Hey, I told you, put your phone down. It's and, awesome. Because and, they are on a tour, they're thinking, I'll play with me phone if you want, mate. Bullshit. Within 10 seconds, they put their phone in their pocket because she was, like, standing there just giving it to them. And uh, it was actually pretty funny. She had us all turn around, and face the wall, right now, marching to yourselves. Uh, but then we saw the beautiful side of Sergeant Shanahan when one of the kids got really upset because she closed the door to let us know what it was like in the dark. Oh, yeah. Right? And one of the kids got really upset. So do you want to take over the story from here, Christine, what you did?
2: Uh, yeah, the young boy got quite, got quite upset, so I made him my deputy. And uh, we went into the, the male exercise yard, and he had all the, uh, everyone doing exercise. We're
3: all doing star jumps. This little kid was making us do star that's jumps fantastic. and that. And...
2: The kids always want to get everyone to do burpees, which I think is a bit mean. So yeah, yeah, that's, a bit, that's, a, that's a bit hard. He for. was
3: really getting into that role, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, yeah, they love it.
3: What yeah. time of year did you go to the old
1: Melbourne Chapel? Oh, I, I can't what remember. Was, okay, was it, it cold or was it hot? I, I don't know, mate. It's a long time ago—three yeah, years ago. The best time to go to the old Melbourne Chapel, if you really want to get how miserable it would have been, I reckon, is go in the middle of winter when it's
2: oh, absolutely. But do you know how many um, complaints we get on the on you know um, in reviews and things about how cold it is and how dark it is, <laughs> and you sort of say. Uh, do you realise it's a jail? And, and
3: not just a jail, an old jail. Yeah. It's in the title, mate.
2: Yeah, be... it's insane.
3: Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I think we... I'm
2: the only sergeant that makes people do exercise in the exercise yard because you didn't actually do that but it cracks
3: me up. <laughs> just to get people to do it. Gets, it. gets you through the day. I, I think one of the first people to complain was Ned Kelly. He was really upset there wasn't a heater, <laughs> uh, which is why he grew the beard, I believe. He just hung around a bit, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah he
2: did grow the beard for a bit of extra
3: warmth. <laughs> just curled it around. And yeah. and, and you still, like, how did you go with COVID? I know this because I've been in touch with you all the way through. Well, not all the way through, but for a lot of it. And COVID obviously put an end to any tourism when it no. hit for, for, for much of last year. Yeah. And, and also you're an incredible actress you've done a lot of theater you've done a lot of film and tv all those sorts of things tell us about how that went for you professionally Mm.
2: well professionally it was like a shift in direction i had to come up with something else um there was literally nothing going on Um, i did have a couple of films that i'd already auditioned for so they got pushed so then suddenly when we opened suddenly it was like everyone was doing everything and i was crazy busy But I started doing a lot of woodwork, so as Luke knows, I do a a lot of woodwork stuff. um, With uh, I make um, handcrafted gifts with um, wood carving, relief carving, and and scroll saw work. So, yeah, I got ready. The way she just
1: says it off, yeah, just rolls off the tongue. I I
3: was going to pick this up, right? She just made it sound. I do a little bit of carving. You are an artist, and it's not just carving. There's paintings. There's all sorts of things. She's always doing something. And it's called. Uh, can we tell people what it's called Absolutely. if they want to find it? It's called Papa's. And it's
2: called Papa's footprint. Yes. So my grandfather was a brilliant handyman. He was. He could fix anything, make anything, and um, I loved him to bits. He's my hero. So, I've named it after him. Fantastic. And, and
3: I would encourage anyone to go onto Facebook, type in Papa's footprint. It's one. It's P A P A apostrophe S footprint. Yep. And you just see some of the things that this amazingly talented person can mm. create, not just with wood, with any sort of thing. You're always doing something different, Christine. And that's what I really like about your work and what, what you are about.
2: I, I find it um, odd that people call me an artist. I find that really Ooh. hard to handle, but um, it's, it's also like kind of touching, really touching. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just have to go and see what happens. Over lockdown, I actually got right into people said to me, you need to focus on one thing instead of making like hundreds of different things. Um, but I get bored. Once mm. I've done one thing, I'm like, okay, I can do that. Now what's next thing? what What, what do I learn next? Um, so I started trying to make handbags and that was a real learning curve, trying to get the wood to bend.
3: Make handbags bend. out of wood. Yep. Really?
2: Yeah. It's called curve bending. So you, you, you put lots of different lots of little lines in the wood and then bend it but getting the lines absolutely perfectly straight they make them with laser cutting but laser cutting's cheating in my opinion
3: mm. <laughs> you do you know, know what I did during lockdown way? Christine I drank a lot and ate a lot of nachos Well
2: you did a lot mm. of jigsaw puzzles I saw Yeah,
3: I did too. Yeah, I did that too. Did I wouldn't call myself an artist. But... Neither <laughs> <would> I. <laughs> yeah. I did a lot of mind numbing things but you know, this is what you do mate and this is what I've always loved about you. Like you said you get bored, so you try something that's completely completely out of your comfort zone, and you keep going until you get it right. Now, you did something yeah, the other I'm, day. if
2: I'm anything, I'm tenacious.
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. And I'm just looking at the stuff. I just looked it up now while we're talking. It's incredible.
3: Yeah. Oh, you- we're not talking like no. crap stuff. We're talking like get it into
1: a shop now. Absolutely. So don't talk it down again. Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, cheers, man.
1: Yes,
3: That's absolutely. Right. And the other day, like I looked on Facey, and someone had sent her a kid's portrait, mm. and she'd just taken a, a blank piece of wood and etched just enough features in.
1: Yeah.
3: I don't know how she did it. I, I, it's I don't cut know how out. Did it. It's cut out. It's cut out. It's incredible, mate. Wow. And, and all of a sudden, you've got a kid's portrait in a piece of wood, and the resemblance is uncanny. You'd be able to tell that kid and go, "Oh, that's you know, little Johnny or whatever." I don't know how you do it. Incredible. I know do I'm
2: it. hoping now will catch on. I'm hoping people will will say, "Hey, can I have one of those?" Yeah. I think the challenging thing is that everyone's doing it with laser cutting now, so um, it's a lot cheaper. When you're doing it by hand, it takes a lot longer, and it's well, there's a. It's a different skill set to be able to do it by yeah, hand. Yeah, I bet.
3: Everyone's getting freaking lasers these days, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I sort of like what you're doing more because there's more love in it. There's more personal in it. You Thank know, you. Anyone exactly. can get a bit of laser and set it off and just go, right, oh, that's what it's going to do. That's you're it. actually there doing it by hand. Yep.
2: Well, I think that's a big part of it for me. You know, I used to get into trouble because I didn't buy gifts. I made them. But that's a big thing for me because anyone can go to the shop and buy a gift. I want to put my heart into it. So. Mm. Um, everything I do has my heart
3: in it. Oh, Ben, and that's a great idea too. I've tried making a couple of gifts for people, but it looks a bit like Homer Simpson's birdhouse There's, well, a, there's no skill in what I do.
1: Well, as a um, 42 year old, I tried to make a Christmas car with spray painted macaroni and you know <laughs> stuff like that. Didn't go down so well. So <laughs>
3: did you keep eating the macaroni?
1: Yeah, or- <laughs> that's right. You don't cook it apparently. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, dry macaroni is is great. Yeah, dry no. macaroni tastes awesome. It's a bit like nuts. Really? Oh, really? I eat it all the time. Not good for your teeth. But no, it sticks to you know. your teeth, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Dip it in salsa.
2: It's a, a texture thing. Yeah, yeah it,
1: it could well be, yeah. Now, you were, you were talking about movies. So when we reopened after lockdown, number, I don't know, what was it, two? Oh, I suppose how it many was, has it been? Four. Mm. Four now. It's like the Rocky sequels. These keep coming out. You and know? They get worse each time, Yeah. Mm. So it was busy again, but all these movies, you sit there, you two movies on hold that you are already auditioned for, and suddenly you are busy, go, go, go. Like, are we talking, as soon as you reopen, are you working seven days a week to catch up on stuff, or how did it go?
2: It did feel a bit crazy. It was suddenly like, it, I, I sort of, I got to the point where I was like, was I always this busy, or um, are people just trying to catch up on everything because I'm crazy all of a sudden? But yeah, it was it was a big big busy section there for a while but now it's calmed down again so and I my agent actually folded over lockdown so um back to the drawing board with getting a new agent mind you I've never gotten anything through an agent I've gotten it all myself
3: yeah they just take 10% of everything yeah even if you get it yourself, they still take the 10%. I
2: don't think they did for Rostadon. Um, sort of depends. It depends on your agent, depends on the relationship you have, all that kind of stuff. So.
3: Well, there you go. If so anyone's Rost- listening.
2: Rostadon was independent and it was, you know, it started off as deferred payment. He, he was like, oh, don't worry about it.
3: Mm. If anyone's listening, any agents out there? I'll tell you what. Mm. We've got a very talented person here
1: that's uh, ready to make money for you. That's it. Or oh yeah. The
0: yeah. other
1: the other side of the equation. Any artists out there? If you've just signed up for a job, we're your agent. So we get ten percent. That's how it works, isn't
3: it? I don't know if that's how it works, mate. I think they could, <laughs> if they already do signed up for the job, uh. we can't come in afterwards and, <laughs> yeah. and say give us ten percent. Work like that. I mean we You have it...
2: to get us the job. That's how it works. Ah,
3: that's where we're going to fall down. See? Yeah, that's not like good. Uh, and don't... see,
2: that's where I have trouble with Papa's footprint as well because I've just got a, a lovely lady on board as my uh, business manager. But people keep messaging me and I'm like, oh, you need to message her <laughs> or you need to message through the page so that we can both see it. But they message me directly, which is fine because, you know, we, there's a lot of back and forth with people's designs and all that kind of stuff. But... Yeah, because it's all very personalised stuff. I'll I need bet.
3: to learn to make stuff that's not personalised. <laughs> yeah, just churn it out, just mass it out. market sort of thing. Yeah. yeah but I, I like what you're doing anyway. I think I prefer what you're doing because there's more artistry to it. It's not just a money-making venture with you. It's just you do stuff and then you, you perfect
1: it and you go, oh, right, I've done that now, what's next? Yeah. You know, it's it, pretty cool. It's funny when you come across some artists. So you aware of a guy called Pro Hart? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he used to sit down and he'd churn out postcard-sized paintings. Just spend all day just churning them out and sell them for like $800 each. And that's what he did. Yeah. And paint like, you know, I don't know, how many you could paint in a day, just churning them out. And you can mm. still get them now, and they're only about, I don't know, yeah, the size of a postcard. There you go. There's a new market for you, Christine.
3: 800 bucks you can sell them for.
1: That's it. Yep. Mm. Mind
2: you, smaller is harder with woodwork anyway.
1: Mm. Yeah, but Pro Hearts wasn't very intricate, was it? He just sort of splashed a bit of paint. And then... Yeah, he was on that ad, wasn't he? That was one of the best ads of all if time. Everyone knew him from that ad. Oh, Mr. Hart! What a they, mess. What they mess, Mr. Hearts. Mm. Yeah.
3: That was a
2: very good ad. Yeah. All you need to do That's is make an ad. That's I'd like to do. Just yeah. Low paint. Yeah. yeah,
3: and then crawl through. I think he crawled through the paint, just so. trying to get yeah, some. And yeah, and was
2: spaghetti wasn't there. Yep,
3: yeah. He yep. looked like a big yeah. slug. And next thing you know, eight hundred bucks a postcard. That's it. Clean well, the
2: now they're selling nothing for six million or something. Do you what? see those little squares of nothing? It's literally a
3: square of empty space selling what? for $6 million. We need to get on this. We are in the wrong industry. Well, there's mm. a song. We talk nothing for, for, no, for nothing though.
1: <laughs> How we, do we monetize that? Well, It's like the song I spoke about a couple of weeks back when I spoke about uh, John Cage, I think his name was, and he had a song called 4 Minutes 30, and it was just 4 Minutes 30 of silence. Oh. And that was a song.
0: Annoying, and and
1: if you go on YouTube, you can watch a live performance of that song where the guy literally sits at the piano, shuts the cover, and just sits there for four minutes and 30, <laughs> 30 seconds.
2: Oh, my goodness. I bet you he's
3: had like a billion views or something. Yeah, it is, yeah. He would have made a yeah. fortune out of it. Yeah. And it annoys me, people like that, because I didn't think of it. That's right. I agree. Yeah. 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 I always wanted to get rich quick scheme. I didn't know I just had to sit at a bloody piano. And be nothing, mm.
1: and be fraught mm. and troubled.
3: Have you yeah. heard
2: of the NTVs? Is it NTV or something like that? It's um, so you you create or you create a meme or a GIF or something mm. like that. Take a photo of it and attach it to a piece of code, so computer code, and then it that it sells for millions of dollars, and it's it's nothing. It's not. It doesn't exist. It's a piece of code.
1: See, we didn't really discuss our yeah, options, aren't we?
3: we? We do. <laughs> we, we, we. Uh, I don't know if I've, I've told you, Christine, but we're starting up our own political party because we're sick okay. of some of the big issues just not being tackled, such yeah. as um, right-hand um, arrows, the red arrows, when you're trying to turn right and they just sit there and they don't change. Um, yeah, you know, That's just an example. Obviously, there's big ones. I got ones stuck than that. at one
2: for about fifteen minutes when I was about nineteen See, years old. Sign her
3: up. H- How yeah. annoying is it, right? People are there were no the- other
2: cars on the road, no. probably one o'clock so, in the morning.
3: Yeah. Yep. Well, you know what we're talking about. Um, yep. Work meetings that go longer than seven minutes, I think that's a travesty. They need yep. to be um, banned. Yeah, banned or, or at least uh, tightened. The, the rules around that tightened. We've got a few. No, work meetings just didn't happen. Work meetings just didn't
2: happen. Tim said that. There should yeah. be
3: an email. Yeah. Go out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: If you want to sell me a PowerPoint presentation, send it via email. I'll probably ignore it. Yep. But if I do watch it in my own time, I'll still be paying more attention the than morning. I will in your meeting. Well,
2: I find that the meetings, everybody ignores them anyway. Yeah. Like you go there, you talk around in circles for three hours and right. then come Nothing's out grumpy and then everybody just goes back to what they were doing anyway.
3: Yep, yep, yep. That's why we're trying to tighten this, mate. So these are the big issues that people who are in government aren't dealing with at the moment. That's right. And yeah. who better than a couple of fat and ginger blokes to come along and say, guys, you're missing out on these.
2: Sounds good. Sounds yep. good to me. Yep. So right. you're yep,
3: All right. Well, we're, we're looking for 500 signatures. <laughs> Do we at least have one?
2: Only <laughs> 500. Oh, that's yeah, that's huge. all we need.
3: That's all. So yeah. if we include you with our listeners, we're up to three. Um, hey, <laughs> on that on one just dropped off. Uh, we're d- we go, down yeah. to two. We're down to two. So <laughs> no calls. Uh, no calls. So um, anyway, uh, uh, my, my
2: dogs can my dogs vote?
3: Uh, now we did talk about that. I think that's what Pauline Hanson got undone by with the voting oh. tampering and all that sort yeah. of stuff. And uh, me and Tim would not do well in jail, trust me. Well, Luke
1: Luke especially. We'd be someone's (laughs) pincushion. Yeah. uh, I think on that note. On that note, we'll have a song. We'll have a song. We'll come back and talk to you some more if that's all right. Was it the jail pincushion thing? (laughs) All of it. No, just kidding. Uh, So I think that was the compromise song, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, mate. I know you didn't want any Missy Higgins. What do you got against Missy Higgins no, so nothing, much, anyway? Hey, well, well, I'd just like to say nothing personally against Missy Higgins. Yeah. I'm just not a massive fan of her work, that's all.
3: Well, what's she ever done to annoy you? No, just sung some songs, I suppose, that I didn't like. Yeah, but it seems like it's personal with you.
1: No, well, what do you mean it's did personal? She,
3: did she tell you to get away from her at some stage or something? I, it
1: I Something I, that you did... I don't think she's had the pleasure... Of meeting you? Of meeting, of, you? meeting me. Well, it's a pity
3: she couldn't meet you last Sunday night, because then she would have something
1: against you. But, <laughs> we have to just keep bringing that up, don't we, eh? Hey? I love you. <laughs> just have to keep bringing it up. Fantastic. Yeah, I do love it. I do love it. Now, um, now has she stuck around? Have we still got her? Christine, are you still there? Yeah,
2: I'm still here. I'm okay. wondering what you're gasbagging about, actually. Who, who's going to meet you?
3: No, so Tim, I played a Missy Higgins song a few weeks back and Tim yeah. was like appalled and detested the fact that I even thought about playing it. And then today I was going to play another one and he goes, I thought we had this chat, mate. It's not happening. <laughs> I didn't and, say that, you bloody and, liar. <laughs> I might be putting words <laughs> in his mouth, but uh, it was a lot worse than that. I can't say it on air. And I was just saying to him then, like, because we agreed, I said, all right, Natalie and Brulee are torn. Is that okay? Is that acceptable to you? And I just, I just said on air, I said, what, what have you got against her, mate? Have you bumped into her at some stage? Is she, have you upset her or is she upset you. Turns out She's no. Next. She's an ex of him. I think there was a little bit. He has got a few right exes in, in show business, or oh, well, uh, affiliated with show business. He once went out with the, um, the, the girl at his face. He's so cute. Why are we the, talking about this again? <laughs> he went out with I've, the girl. I heard
2: this. Yeah, I did hear oh, this The, from the drummer time. from Powderfinger?
1: Yeah. yeah. So, so good, we don't need to go on it again. How fantastic. Now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, in the, while we were having a song, I was looking at your stuff on the the uh, sorry Papa's Footprint Facebook page—it is incredible. I would urge everyone listening to this, so both of you, get on there and spend big. Because I'm looking at the name jigsaws, like yeah. the, the one Leo with the lions off it—just incredible. No,
3: oh, it's yeah. incredible work, mate. All handcrafted, and, and, all done with love. And what young kid wouldn't love that? Yeah, and you've you've done a few requests, haven't you? You do take requests.
2: Oh, they're all requests. Everything I've done is request.
3: So people come to you and say, "Hey, mate, can you do something for my niece or my kid or whatever it might be?" Yeah, and uh, and so you
2: uh, I just finished Darcy. There's a Darcy. Uh, is it Darcy the one on there?
3: I am um, look. You have to head back. It's to the got top.
2: A, a horse and a chicken and a something. So she uh, lives dusky. on a farm. Yeah, that, that little girl lives on a farm, um, and they're the animals in the farm. So we, we made it to suit that. So good. And the other one, the, the other one, um, uh, Felicity. Felicity, uh, she. Her favourite song is Five Little Ducks, so we made five little. I made five. I don't know why I say we. I yeah. made five little ducks.
3: <laughs> well, the dogs probably helped. I'm, I'm sure. You, yeah, you know, they, your mates. they.
2: Wookie loves to sand, or Wookie. or he loves to to say he's sanding. Yeah, he gets the sandpaper and goes, I'll help mum, and then runs away.
3: He yep. is a talented dog. I've seen him do a few things. I enjoyed that post you put up the other day where you couldn't find him for a couple of hours, and then he was like <laughs> just hiding under the blanket. He looked like a Obi-Wan Kenobi standing in the dark, just watching you walk around looking for him. Look, that, that probably leads us to the next thing I was going to ask you about. So you're a single lady in yep. Melbourne, and it would have been tough during COVID, I imagine, because it's not like you can go out and meet people, can you? You're stuck at home. No. You know, it must have been pretty hard, mate.
2: Well, the first lockdown was incredibly hard because nobody would come visit. So everyone was like, no, we're not allowed to come. And I was sort of like, well, hang on, you're allowed to have one person, aren't you? Am I supposed to be alone for the next forever long? Um, That can't be right. And, yeah, so that was incredibly hard. Um, But I'm, I'm pretty good at being on my own. I've gotten very good at it. I've been on my own for so long. I think that's why I do so much. I can't sit and watch TV. I'm yeah, always yeah. doing something. Um, but, and I'm not great at going out to bars and pubs and stuff like that. I've never been very good at small talk. I don't even go to parties and stuff like that because people talk shit. And you know it's all coming out their ass. <laughs> Just
3: like, and you'd have a pretty good bullshit detector, I'd imagine, being a, oh, a, a, I'm a, in theatre and studying people.
2: Yeah, Yeah, but the, but the dating apps are, are ridiculous. I think I'm destined to be single. I'm either destined to be single or I'm destined to be the other girl. So I seem to be the one that, that helps the guy sort the shit out and then he goes on and, and has a happy life.
3: No. The fixer. That's
2: my job in the world. I'm the fixer upper you're up. like the
1: You're like Ben Affleck in The Accountant, but for relationships.
2: <laughs> didn't, yeah. he,
1: didn't he carry a, a sniper
3: rifle? Yeah, he killed a lot of people, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's yeah. the worst analogy I've yeah. ever heard. Probably a great one. I was thinking more hitch. Myself, I was thinking along the lines of Hitch, but <laughs> but he
1: went for a sniper. No, just um, think he fixes problems. That's all.
3: Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you
1: know. Yeah, okay, I don't By know By shooting people, oh, you shooting people. No, not yeah. always. He was smart too. Yeah. Remember, you yeah. could do the numbers. Yeah. Oh, all right, let's move on from that. Um, <laughs> hang on, you you do with pin cushions and it's all right. And I talk. I think we need to have a <laughs> talk. Oh,
3: you look
2: like a wounded puppy.
1: I, 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 thank you. I am a
3: wounded puppy. One yeah, well, with a big head. So, what do you think the issue? And of, you know, the dating apps and stuff like that, they do have a reputation, don't they? Where you've got a lot of people on there who are, what would you call them, players?
2: Well, I, there's an ad on TV. I can't remember which one it's for, which dating app it's for, but it says everybody finds love in 15 minutes or 14 minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, people find a mm, a bit of mm. fun in 14 minutes, but they don't find love.
3: I so don't even I'm find love in 14 you know. minutes when I'm on my own, you know. Well, I about?
2: can't get past the first date. And I don't know what's wrong with me, but I can't get first past, blah, 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 blah. I cannot get past a first date. Now,
3: that surprises me because you mm. are gorgeous to look at. You're immensely talented in yeah, so many different ways, yeah. and uh, you, first of all, you're single. You're not attached to anyone, so like you're you know married and you're sneaking off in another way. I just don't get it. No. I, don't, I can't get my head around it.
2: Neither can I. I wish I wish someone would tell me. I wish someone would come and sit on you know at another table and go, Christine, this is what you're doing. That's wrong.
1: A date coach.
2: A date coach. Mm. A date, a date coach. coach. Yeah. Well, we just no, have a
1: million dollar I, idea. A date coach. Guys
2: do tend to give you feedback after a date, which is kind of helpful. Guys do. In a way. Unsolicited feedback. Oh, jeez. Like what?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Like someone once told me I had a lot of energy and I said, oh, "Oh, do you think maybe that's because I was nervous? Like you can't get to know someone in one date. You can't. It's It's bizarre. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. But the yeah. amount of men also, and I'm sure there are women as well, but look, I'm a female, I can only speak from a female perspective, um, that want multiple partners just baffles me.
0: Mm. Why
3: would you want more than one? I struggle with one, mate. <laughs> <You know? laughs> That's true.
2: I also can't get my head around, and I I know that I'm a bit odd, but I can't get my head around dating multiple people at once because how can you actually invest in someone and get to know them? if you're seeing a different person every night of the week. But, but, that, must be, that oh, must be
3: exhausting. That must be
1: exhausting. I I'm trying to remember you'd get all the details. Well that's wrong. right. What if you get the stories wrong? Yeah. <laughs> you're talking I about tried you, You're talking about Abigail the daughter and they don't have kids, they've just got two dogs or something. Like <laughs> Did you say you tried one? I it tried once. it
2: once because yeah. I felt um you know, I was like, well everyone's doing it to me, so I'm gonna give it a go. Yeah. So, i not not so bad for the second guy because yeah. I just compared him the entire night to the first guy.
3: And you probably shouldn't have
1: called him number two either. Yeah.
2: I think that sort of gave <laughs> the
3: game
1: away a little bit. That's right.
2: Yeah.
1: And kept going, yeah, oh, look, when I was having dinner last night with this other bloke, he was doing this, and you're yeah, not doing and that. you're so. not doing that, so I think you need to lift your game. Yeah, quite frankly, your performance is so hard.
2: I just started talking recently to a, a gentleman online, and we'd had one phone conversation, and every – message he was sending me from then on in was, I hope you had a gorgeous sleep, my beautiful princess, kiss, 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 kiss. And I was like, dude, Jeez. let's pull back just a little bit. You don't even know me. It's a bit single um, female, isn't it? And then I had my um, birthday on Saturday and I was Skyping family who were in Switzerland and family in Tasmania and, and my younger brother who's here. And he tried to call me and I, of course, couldn't answer the phone. And so he went, right, see you later, goodbye, and blocked me.
3: Because you didn't answer when he called.
2: I didn't answer. I'm starting to think
3: the problem's not you, Christine. Yeah, I, I think it yeah. might be some of these people that you're coming across. I don't know, maybe a different app. I, I don't know. Mm. Uh, I've tried
2: about five different apps, I've yeah. tried, and people say to me, you're looking for the wrong type of guy, I do not want anyone in the industry, in the creative industry, because mm. I've done that, and it becomes very competitive. So I don't want to do that, and – also, I want someone who has their own interests and can come back and tell me about their day, yeah. goes off and, goes, and you know, has some fun with his mates and then comes back and says, guess what we got up to today kind of thing. You know, like not someone who's living in my pocket. And then everybody you meet is like, oh, we don't have enough in common. Maybe what we do you have, have in common? Maybe
3: we can do a new segment on the show called Christine Wants a Husband. Yep.
2: Yes.
3: And we will get you every week to interview. We'll have three people ring in and just say what their qualities are. Hang
1: on, hang on. We haven't had three people ring in in the entire history of the show. Okay, that's where it's going to fall down. So Um, we'll work on it. I like the bones of it. I like the bones. We'll have to think of a different way of going
3: about it because we can't ask listeners. And to be honest, if they listen to Voice FM, mate, they're not people you want in your life. So uh, (laughs) we're going to have to think of a different way to get reach out to people. Just
2: just look at me. No, no, no. Because hey, you're losing the people that are listening to you by saying that you don't want somebody who's listening to FM, yeah, that's true. Or whatever.
3: Oh, I think there's a yeah. I think this is the reason why they don't put us on the call sheet. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> but it. Uh, we, you know, maybe there's a way that we can do it and uh, have have we great, can present you. No, know, I need we, a
2: husband. We can present you with three options each week.
3: Husband. So you've never been married. So you've never had the thrill of divorce like I've had. It's so no, good.
2: Yeah, I've really <laughs> lucked out, uh, which is why you know now I'm looking to foster because I'm or I'm going down the IVF route. Actually, I've been looking into doing IVF. Oh,
3: well, that's very um, exciting. Mm, that is exciting. Yeah,
2: just got to raise some funds, and hopefully that will come about because I'm. I'm losing my chance, and that's all I've ever wanted
3: in my life yeah, is to yeah. be a, a, a mum and a wife. Well, no, there's still and plenty of time. Yeah, here. here. Yep. There's still plenty of time. Let's We'll, we'll chat about this off air. We probably have to uh, pull up this interview because we, yeah, it's nearly 10 o'clock on I think they lock the doors. The security doors come down at 10 o'clock on the dot. Your so alarms go off. Uh, This is the last place after what I just said about the listeners. I don't want yeah. to be here any longer than 10 o'clock. Can I just rephrase that, too? I, I love voice feminists. I'm obviously taking the piss. It's too late, mate. It's uh, too late. Mm. Oh, they're, they're great. Wayne you will know, be scared. furious. Yeah, that one listener. Um, So, look, let's have a chat about this uh, during the week and see if we can run a competition. Not a competition. I don't want to make it sound like it's flippant, but we can do a little thing say, look, we've got an amazing person here. Christine Husband gets a husband. Christine Husband gets a
2: husband.
3: Oh, I didn't even pick up on that. Um, You know,
2: somebody said to me once, it's your name on the profile because people think you've got a husband. I'm like, what? How's that my fault that my surname is
3: Husband? Yeah, when you have to change
1: your name to get a fella, something's wrong. That's right. So, geez, um, yeah. Yeah. Nah, all right. Well, it's right. been an absolute pleasure. Um, the woodwork so stuff is incredible. Yeah,
2: thank you. It's good
1: to see someone else
3: coming because I've been a big fan for years. But yeah. uh, it's good to see Tim's nah. just seen it tonight. I, you know, we didn't word him up too much about what was coming up. No, nah, I, I didn't. Had no idea. Be um, but that's so uh,
2: lovely of you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh,
3: right. Thank you so much for joining us, Christine. And um, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about our our idea. Okay, me and you will talk to I you love in a week. It. And Thanks for having me. No worries. Thank you for being a great guest. Well, uh, can I honestly say one of our favourite guests we've ever had? Hee
2: Oh. <laughs> I, but I do say that, that every that's week. The
1: big time, you
3: said that. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Bye, Christine. Take care. See you
2: later. Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye. Now, usually at this point of the show, after we say goodbye to the guests, we're left with about 20 minutes to fill and do stuff with, but we're not. Well, we, the fact that we don't have any time, we've run out, haven't we? It's still it's at 10 great. o'clock. Does that mean we've had a, a really fun-filled show? Oh, I, I don't want to say it. I don't want to put the mozzler on us with two minutes to go because like, the desk might explode or something, but I actually think this might be our best show yet. Really? I think so.
3: Yeah, well, we haven't got much to beat, to be
1: honest. <laughs> I'm too negative, yeah, aren't I? no, don't I?
3: do that. See, if anyone's still listening after that thing I said about voice effectiveness <laughs> before, right, uh, you know I'm only joking. I love you guys. That's it. But sometimes you've got to be cruel to be kind. It's like me saying, you know, Tim's got a big head. Uh, oh, but oh, I do. Actually, that's true. Yeah. yeah that's right. So no. that, that's, a, that's a second bad analogy in a row, along with your accountant
1: one, where Didn't like that. a bloke walks around killing people. No, oh, that's what you bit... do. No, but remember, when he goes to work for John Lithgow, he's originally mm. doing some forensic accounting work, but because he can't finish it and he, there's jiggery pokery, and that's when it goes south. It's not his fault. I would have said hitch. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, we'll stick with Hitch. A mm-hmm. well, bit, uh, bit more charm. I think from a bloke's perspective, you could probably see where you're coming from. Anyway, no. we've got to go. We're out of time. We're out of time. So thanks to Christine Husband. Thanks to former Shield cricketer Lachlan Stevens. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Luke Massey. Lucky got out of bed for us. He did, I know. Yeah. <laughs> he
3: forgot we're even calling in. Even the people we're having on the show don't even listen in and can't be bothered. So no, that's right. Uh, that's uh, right. It's, it's probably a sign that we're not, you know, we're not really relevant. <laughs> Let's see when the uh, when the political party takes off. These people will be clamoring to get on it. Have a good night. Bye bye.
0: System shut down.